I'm Tom Schultz, host of Voices of Montana. Thanks for joining us for the podcast today, brought to you by Blackfoot Communications. Does your home qualify for a $70 discount on your internet bill? Blackfoot Communications is proud to partner with the FCC to help ensure that households can afford the broadband necessary for work, school, healthcare, and more. For more information on this federal program and to see if your household qualifies for a discount on your internet service, visit goblackfoot.com slash ACP. Connect to more with Blackfoot Communications. Water rights, uh, not only for the state, but for all of the states in the region. Of course, uh, there was legislation reintroduced last week by Senator John Barrasso from Wyoming and he was joined by Senators Jim Risch and Mike Crapo, both of Idaho, as they reintroduced legislation to protect privately owned waters from being seized by the federal government. And you can go out on the website uh, on Senate.gov and read the particulars on that at energy.senate.gov. But we have a chance to talk with Mr. Drew Lasofsky, who's the managing partner of the Yellowstone Strategies, a political and grassroots consulting firm. Uh, Mr. Lasofsky has established himself as a champion of Western values and currently represents clients with federal legislative and administrative needs. This representation includes issues before both the U.S. House of Representatives and the U.S. Senate, as well as the executive branch, with a focus on U.S. Department of Interior, Bureau of Reclamation, and Bureau of Land Management and USDA Forest Service. And so it seems fitting to talk with Drew. Drew, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing well, Kyle. It's good to talk to you today. You as well. Of course, you are a native Montanan. Tell us a little bit about your Montana roots. Well, uh, first off, I'd like to say to you, Kyle, today is beautiful here in the District of Columbia, 42 (laughs) degrees. The sun is shining. I'm looking at the U.S. Capitol right now, and it's just gleaming, and it's a good day to be uh, an American. I I grew up on the west side of the state. I grew up in Missoula County. I'd like to make that distinction for a lot of folks. Okay. Uh, I know there's some people laughing there now, but uh, yeah, my family came to Montana in 1871, and we have been there ever since. Uh, unfortunately, um, like a lot of my generation, Kyle, I had to leave the state to find uh, financial opportunity, and sure. and uh, I soon I hope to change that soon enough. Well, early in your career, you had a chance to work under two administrations uh, at the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the U.S. Department of Education, respectively. You've had a chance to distinguish yourself through your work on tribal and adult education priorities, and then also the opportunity to work at Washington, D.C. as a representative for the governor of Nevada. So give you an experience with lobbying for Congress and the executive branch on a variety of Nevada priorities, but you obviously are focused in this morning with rights back at home and water rights. And tell us a little bit about this Water Rights Protection Act of 2023. Well, you know, and I've had a a really great career here in D.C. and um, I've done a lot of, worked on a lot of interesting things. And and currently what I'm working on is a lot of water rights in the state of Montana and the western regions. And one of them, this is a very important uh, bill that was just introduced. It was reintroduced by, as you said, Senator Barrasso. It's called the Water Rights Protection Act of 2023. And every Montanan should be really supportive of this legislation and should really put a lot of pressure on Senator Daines and Senator Tester and call them and, and, and encourage them to co-sponsor this bill. And the reason is, Kyle, is because um, part of a lot of ranches in Montana and land users 
as you know, have Bureau of Land Management and Forest Service allotments for grazing, minerals, um, right-of-ways, et cetera. And every 10 years, those allotments come up for renewal. They have to go through an environmental process. And so if you have a ranch, for instance, that 10, 15,000 acres and 7,000 of it is deeded, the remainder of it is usually a BLM or Forest Service lease maybe some state lease. Okay. And so what they're doing now is, is, is they're extorting landowners, um, grazers, um, public land users, et cetera, to give up their water rights in condition for them to get their allotment renewed. Really? Not just correct. It's not just, um, giving up your water rights. Your min- it's also your mineral rights. And in some cases it's your right of way, right? Access to the property. Wow. And, and so the Bureau of Land Management and the Forest Service are, this is an extortion game and it, it needs to stop. And that's why they've introduced this legislation to prevent that from happening. Okay. Well, you definitely answered the, why do we need this act? It, the fact that it's being reintroduced, what happened the first time around that this didn't get through? Because this seems like a no brainer to me. Well, it does. Um, you know, there's a lot of other rules and, and water rights bills that come forward and, uh, you know, it didn't gain traction with a lot of the Western delegations. Unfortunately, that I think that was a, a misstep by Western senators on both sides of the aisle. Um, this go around, I've talked to Senator Barrasso and his staff, and I'm confident that uh, we got a really good shot this time. Um, but just let me put this into perspective for you, Kyle. Just in this great state of Montana, we're about 95 million acres. Mm-hmm. 27 million acres is managed by the federal government, be it. Bureau of Land Management, Forest Service, um, National Parks, et cetera. 5% is managed by the state of Montana. Okay. So the Out vast of that majority. right now, Go yeah, ahead. It, you know, we're a big state, obviously. Um, Montana currently has 5,600 allotments, of which, uh, which represents about 26% of all the grazing allotments in, that the Bureau of, Bureau of Land Management and the Forest Service manage. Well, you know, I know, go ahead. And most of those allotments in Montana are east of Helena. Um, And so this represents about 18,000 landowners in Montana and grazers. This is a significant number of people that are affected by this. And they really need some help. And we really need, um, they really need to get on the horn and start talking to their lawmakers and saying that they're concerned about this. Sure. Well, I know in other parts of the country, and I can think of especially in California and down in the uh, Colorado River watershed system, the drought that has been going on there. And I can only imagine what federal government might be trying to do in situations like that. We don't necessarily have quite the same drought conditions, at least on a consistent basis. But is that something where the BLM and so forth is coming and saying, hey, no, we need this rights because we need to think about the long-term needs well of course that's what they're going to tell you but these are property rights these are water rights that are deeded they're owned it's just like you owning your car or your house or your ranch i mean you you own this and so a lot of these ranchers and landowners have these in holdings um you know it dates back to our enabling clauses when the state was created a lot of this land was unwanted unclaimed and nobody wanted it and ranchers and when the Bureau of Land Management and Forest Service came forward, um, 
they're like, hey, we want to be able to create an income from this property, and you're the available rancher. We'd like to lease this to you. Okay. And so the the water and and the improvements that are owned there are owned. You know, so imagine yourself, even if you're not a, a rancher, uh, you're being asked by the federal government to give up your uh, your property rights in order to access your garage. Yeah, no, thank you. It, right. Yeah, no, thank you. And people, um, and unfortunately, um, while this is a very big issue for a few people, it really sets the stage for other overreach by the agency and the unelected bureaucrats. And so we need to pay attention as Montanans. We really need to pay attention to this kind of overreach. And I know the governor, uh, Gianforte's office is aware of this and concerned about this. Um, Currently, Senator Daines is not a co-sponsor, nor is Senator Tester. Uh, I can't believe that they wouldn't um, become co-sponsors of this legislation and help push it f- through to protect Montana interests. Yeah, that was it. Was actually a little surprise to me. I mean, our Senator Barrasso from our neighbor to the south of Wyoming, and then the two senators from Idaho are sponsoring and co-sponsoring. And I was kind of surprised to not see Senator Daines or Tester's name on this. But how can people reach out to them and? Get them to support this very important act. Sure. Well, I'd go to your website, of course, and I would look for the link um, about this legislation, and I would educate myself about them, and then I would call their district office. Okay. Call the office closest to you. Um, definitely a 406 number. Uh, you know, don't waste your time calling the D.C. office. Um, everybody and their brother does that. Call the district office close to you. Make an appointment. Go in and sit down and talk to the staff and tell them why this concerns you. Um, they need to hear from people as to why your rights need, they need to protect your rights. And uh, this is a big issue. And, you know, famously, I've heard people say, as we all say in the West, uh, whiskey's for drinking and water is for fighting over. And this is one of those instances. Absolutely. We're talking with Julesovsky, who is the uh, managing partner of, the Yellowstone Strategies, a political and grass, cons, grassroots consultant firm, but he is talking with us this morning about the Water Rights Protection Act of 2023. It's being sponsored by Senator Barrazzo of Wyoming and the co-sponsored with uh, Senator Rich and Crapo from Idaho. And Senator Barrazzo in the press release last week, he said, quote, our bill will stop Washington from bullying our ranchers, farmers, tribal members, and other water users. It will make sure unaccountable agency bureaucrats can't force them to give up their rights. States and local communities have the best knowledge and expertise to manage this critical resource. The Water Rights Protection Act will allow, and he says Wyoming, obviously Montana, Idaho as well, to continue successful management by stopping Washington's power grab, unquote. And you... You kind of delved into that a little more, but it is really important that we stop Washington from overreaching. Well, and that's right. Um, you know, th- this isn't this is being done by unelected bureaucrats within the agencies with good intentions, I believe, but it has uh, cause and effect here. And when you have legacy landowners, ranchers, grazers, um, miners. Um, et cetera, in, in conservation interests and even the state interests being gobbled up and collected on a, uh, you know, on a line here in Washington on a piece of paper 
they don't see the cause and effect of that. And the fact is, is that landowners, water users have the best interest for that resource, particularly if they own it. Nobody wants to see their water become polluted or denigrated because of uh, poor management. That's their lifeblood. And they shouldn't be required it, uh, to give up that right um, in order to get a permit in order to continue their livelihood. Absolutely not. I noticed in the bill, it did make specific mention of the water rights of federally recognized Indian tribes. And I think that's important for our native folks that are in the state and they're, you know, that they have protection under this act as well. Well, of course, I mean, we're all Montanans here at the end of the day and, you know, water law is complicated and and fascinating at all at the same time. And tribal interests, of course, uh, need to be protected and at the same time. Um, And, Nobody should be required to give up their property right in order to have access and to continue their business, be it if you're tribal or non-tribal. Absolutely. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we will finish up our discussion about the Water Right Protection Act of 2023. You're listening to Voices of Montana with Tom Schultz. Does your home qualify for a $70 discount on your internet bill? Blackfoot Communications is proud to partner with the FCC to help ensure that households can afford the broadband necessary for work, school, healthcare, and more. For more information on this federal program and to see if your household qualifies for a discount on your internet service, visit goblackfoot.com ACP. Connect to more with Blackfoot Communications. Couple minutes left with Drew Lasowski talking about the Water Rights Protection Act of 2023. And Drew, you had mentioned something before we started our conversation on air. Tell us a little bit more about the WOTUS rule. Sure, I appreciate that, Kyle. Uh, you know, while the Water Rights Protection Act is um, not getting very much attention, which it really should, a lot of attention is going to the waters of the United States, which is the WOTUS. Uh, ruling. This was a ruling put uh, forth under the Obama administration to clarify uh, navigable waters in the United States and what and how the federal government could manage those. Um, again, this is an overreach of the United States government through the Department of uh, uh, you know uh, Interior or the Army Corps of Engineers and the EPA, primarily the last two, to regulate water sources. Um, to clean water standards. And again, while you might be a landowner and have a small uh, seasonal pond or a little seep or even a a little creek or spring that uh, originates within a certain area and never touches any navigable water like a stream, river, or a major lake system, uh, the federal government wants to be able to regulate that as as if they controlled it. So that means no more logging, no more mining, most likely uh, reduction in grazing, if not totally removing of, of cattle, et cetera. So, again, this is another rule that people have to be very cautious of. This is being um, done through the bureaucratic system. This is not a piece of legislation. Uh, just like with the water bill we've been talking about, it's being enforced and implemented by bureaucrats who are unelected. And so we have to be very careful and very vigilant that we're watching um, 
what is happening in D.C. There's a lot of noise out there, Kyle, as we all know. But when it comes down to it, we have to really focus in on what's important for the state of Montana and, and people who live there. Absolutely. Well, our thanks to Drew Lasofsky, managing partner at Yellowstone Strategies, talking about the Water Rights Protection Act and the WOTUS rule. Reach out to your senator's district office to talk to them about the importance of keeping these rights.